Podcast friends, my name is David Lee, and you're listening to the Inspire Design Create Podcast, giving freelance filmmakers a voice, sharing their stories, and connecting the world of cinematography, commercial filmmaking, and starting your own business together. Let's go. Mic check. Microphone check. Microphone check. Microphone check. Christmas time is coming up. Black Friday deals are already here. And uh, I think this is a appropriate, uh, what you call it? A, a appropriate podcast episode talking about uh, buy nice or buy twice. And past experience has taught me that it is much better to uh, save up the extra, you know, couple hundred dollars or thousand dollars, whatever it is, to buy the item that you really want, right? Or the item that honestly best suits uh, your your business need. Could be a lens, could be a camera, could be uh, audio gear, could be a light, could be a set of lights, uh, could be a tripod, it could be uh, a slider, a dolly, right? Uh, and and the thing is, is if you if you go with the cheaper option uh, and and you feel like you're gonna lose out quite a bit, honestly, it probably will bite you in the ass uh, sooner or later. It may not be immediately. But uh, sooner or later, it'll bite you in the ass in a way where you wish you had spent the extra, again, $1,000 or a couple hundred dollars, right? And many examples, many, many examples. It could be a gimbal, right? Maybe you're thinking about uh, a cheaper gimbal just to start off just to start off with. And sometimes that's okay. Uh, but if you have a very expensive camera, expensive lens, um, it, you know, chances are it's, it's better to go with the more expensive option in... Um, in the beginning, because in the end, no, you'll know that um, that more expensive option had saved you time on set. It'll save you less headaches. It's more robust. There's more features, right? And usually if you go with the, the, the cheaper option, they're cheap for a reason, right? It could be the build quality is in there. It could be it doesn't have a um, high enough payload. Or every time on gimbals, uh, maybe feature-wise, a couple of things are missing from the cheaper option, so on and so forth, right? And... You know, you don't want to be putting expensive gear on cheap things, right? So, like, say for instance, tripods, right? If you if you're gonna cheap on a tripod and put a, a fairly expensive um, camera system on top of it, you know, the head is gonna be wobbly. Uh, it's gonna be a lot uh, more. It's gonna be more difficult to um, adjust the level of the tripod because you have a heavier camera system on there. Uh, the again, the fluid head, maybe like the pan and tilt, gonna be not as smooth as you would like it to be. It could be lighting fixtures, right? Maybe you uh, really feel that, okay, if I get like a $200 light, I can get like five of them, right? Pretty good deal. Uh, but then you end up on set and, and, and through your, your lighting experience and through what you're seeing on camera, through what you're seeing on the monitor, you know, the five little dinky lights that you bought just isn't enough power, right? It's just not enough power. And you instead, you could have spent, you know, instead of getting five cheap lights, you could have got two really powerful lights, right? Like a Forest of 500 um, or like a two Aperture 600Ds, right? Um, lenses, right? Do you want to go with like cheaper lenses that have really heavy breathing that, you know, the bouquet is kind of all fucked up here and there, um, you know, that aren't as fast as you would like, like them to be, right? Maybe wide open, the fastest aperture you can get is like a a 3.5 or a 2.8, but there's instances where, or many instances, where you wish you had at least a 2 or or a 1.8 or a 1.4, right? And and so on and so forth, right? And and I think in the beginning, it's okay to go cheap 
because you're, you're just starting out, right? You're just trying to figure out what works for you, what equipment best works for the type of projects that you're getting hired on. Um, but as time progresses on, as you as you get more uh, experience, as you're brought on to higher paying projects, as you go from, you know, run and gun videographer to uh, to a cinematographer, things things change. The landscape changes. Right. Uh, and eventually you end up just not buying a lot of gear. Right. You just kind of have like your core, uh, your core piece of equipment. Right. That could be camera uh, lens package maybe a light here and there, you know, a tripod, right, sticks, an easy rig, something like that, right? Um, and 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 when you get to that point, it actually does benefit you to, to pay for the more expensive things, right? Because number one, they are going to be more reliable. They're going to be more robust. They're going to be more feature rich. They're going to help you do your job more efficiently and easier, right? And you have uh, more ease of mind knowing that, hey, you know, i I bought this really expensive piece of equipment. I know it's gonna last. I know it's gonna be robust. It's gonna be uh, something that is gonna be of a higher ROI, right? Which is the second point is now you can add those items onto your rental package, right? Because no one's gonna be fucking renting your little Canon 24 to 105 for you know more than like 15 bucks, right? But if you had uh, a set of Sigma Cine lenses or maybe like the Rokin on Zines or the even like the new DZO, uh, the DZO film, uh, lenses or if you or if you went out and bought like a, a set of uh, Zeiss standard speeds or ultra primes or, or whatever it is right like those items rent out way more um than you know little than like still lenses right not saying you can't rent out still lenses uh, unless they're like you know they gotta be like canon novel series or like g master series um uh maybe like you know and like like Lenses that are that are really really expensive out the gate, right? I'm talking like two thousand dollars, three thousand dollars lenses, right? Uh, Zeiss Milvis lenses, or like the Otis lenses, um, right? Other than that, like it, it doesn't make any sense to like try to rent out your your cheap gear, right? Your cheap tripod, your your cheap gimbal, whatever it is, right? Uh, so the lesson lesson today and for every day is buy nice or buy twice. Right. And and again, like there's just so many examples I, I can give you, but I, I feel like I've given you um, plenty, plenty of examples already. Uh, what are personal examples from me that I wish I had, um, you know, bought, bought, um, uh, bought nice. But instead, I, I, I end up, you know, kind of eating it in the back end. Right. And buying twice. There are probably two or three examples that come to mind. Uh, number one would be anamorphic, right? Uh, so I, I talked about anamorphic on the FX9 a couple of episodes ago, uh, but I have the uh, Kawa 16H uh, taking or project, projector lens, uh, and I bought the Rapido technology uh, front variable uh, front variable diopter mechanism, which is basically like a single, fo- a single focus system for anamorphic. And then you have to buy like the the uh, step down clamp mechanism thing and and it's just a pain in the ass honestly and and yes it's still less expensive than buying like even like um a one atlas orion lens right which is probably like eight thousand dollars something like that right um there are, there are other options you know but I don't, I don't like any of them to be honest like uh like the slr magic anamorphots i don't i don't really like like they're they're, they're too funky and and the barrel extends out when you focus, you know, so it's, it'll be like impossible to really use like a map box on, on those things. Um, they are they are affordable, though. Uh, Siriu has a new line of anamorphic stuff, which and I've seen it. It, it looks OK, you know, um, but I mean, anamorphic's very expensive, right? I mean, you're looking at like uh, 
10, 12, 14,000 dollars for just one lens, right? Uh, but that that is an instance where uh, I wish I had, you know, kind of, you know, buy nice or buy twice or just not buy at all, right? Uh, the second one would be my Kessler Pocket Dolly. Uh, it's a it's a great system. I have the thirty the thirty eight inch one, so I kind of four four foot, right? Almost four feet in length. Um, but I bought it used, right? And it was a really good deal. I was like, damn, it's a really good deal. Um, but when I bought it, I, I opened up the package, and there was like, um, they, I bought it from B and H, which I mean, I buy stuff from B and H all the time, even even used stuff. But they had wrapped the whole fucking thing in like packaging tape. So there was all this like residual like fucking tape on all, all over the whole thing, like the rails, everything. So I had to spend like uh, almost half a day just cleaning off all the fucking tape, right? And then come to figure out that one of the uh, like sliding wheels. So there's four wheels, right? There's two on each side of the um, of the slider um, to make it slide smoothly. One of them came like broken off, and I was like, "What the fuck?" You know, and and they didn't put that on the uh, the description, right? They just put like you know. It was like an eight out of ten or something like that, uh, but they didn't mention anything was missing or broken, right? So that was an instance where I wish I had you know buy nice or buy twice, right? I just bought a brand new one or spent my due diligence in 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 um, looking at other options like eBay or Craigslist or um, maybe even like use section on on Sammy's or something like that, right? So that that was an instance. Um, other than that, I think I have learned my lesson, which is why I don't have a lot of examples, right? Uh, something like, you know, if if I didn't have, if I hadn't have bought my FX9, it was like, oh, uh, you know, do I get like an A7S III? And then I, I think I probably would have regretted that decision um, because the FX9 has brought me so much value, right? And and it, and it's, it's a camera that, I mean, you know, built-in NDs, built-in XLRs, good high frame rate options, uh, dual native ISO, autofocus, right? And they're adding more firmware uh, updates to the camera um, to make it more more versatile, right? Um, but I think if I had bought like another camera, like say an A7S III or an FX3, I, I really would have regretted, regretted that decision. So I'm glad I didn't. Um, something like the Easy Rig, right? Easy Rig is not a cheap piece of equipment, right? My Vario 5 with the cinema vest was like uh, $5,000, right? It's not a very cheap piece of equipment, but it's reliable, it's robust, and it's and it's scalable, right? Because my the version I have holds from the payload is eleven pounds to thirty eight pounds, I believe, right? So that that's a pretty wide range of cameras I can use on it. Uh, I still own my Mini Max, but uh, again, the Mini Max was just I, I was maxing it out. I was at the fifteen pounds or sixteen pound um, payload, even with my FS seven build, it it was it was pretty much it was right there, you know. Uh, so that was that was that that's an example of like you know buy nice or buy twice right because it's like oh okay what if I got you know a cheaper version of the easy rig or if I got a knockoff version of the easy rig uh, what I what I would have what I have I can't even speak anymore um, would it be the case that I would have regretted that decision right and probably yes um, lenses right like I have the Sigma Cine lenses the eighteen thirty five high speed zoom the twenty four full frame the fifty millimeter full frame prime right. Um, could I have just bought the art lenses, which I do own the art lenses. I own the 35 and the 50 mil. Um, you know, do I like add a follow focus gear on them and then do like the whole step up bring things, use map boxes. And it's like, ah, would have been a pain in the ass over time to like have that, have that kind of uh, configuration set up. Right. Whereas, you know what, let's just bite the bullet. Let's, let's just buy the city versions. And then for like the, 
times where I need autofocus, just buy the art lenses, right? Which are very, very affordable, you know? Like uh, the 35 I've, I've had for fucking years, I'm surprised it still works. Um, and then the 50 I recently bought uh, for Sony E-mount because there's times where we're shooting multiple camera interview, right? We have like the FS7, the FX9, right? E-mount or A7S3 rental with the FX9, right? E-mount, FX3, FX6, whatever it is, right? Um, very, very affordable. I bought, I bought the 50 mil brand new. It was like 850 very, 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 very affordable for the, for that type of lens. Um, and I mean, lights, right? Lights, like my Forza 500, I bought that brand new and it's been freaking rock solid. I bought it for like 1300 bucks. Now it's like 1100 bucks or whatever it is, you know? Um, but to get the output and the, um, the, how you can scale using that light, right? I would have had to buy like two or three 300Ds for that. And that would have cost me even more money, right? So again, buy nice, buy twice, save up the extra um, hundred, you know, a couple hundred dollars or a thousand dollars, whatever it is, right? Do more jobs. Um, if, if you're really in a pinch, right? Like be more frugal with what you're buying, right? Are you, are you going out to eat every night? Maybe you should stop that and save up your money so that way you can buy the gear um, that will benefit you more in the long run, right? Uh, or are you just buying like stupid shit all the time? Are you buying like shoes or you're buying clothes that like, you know, makes you fancy on the outside, but you're fucking broke on the inside, right? Like maybe you should, uh, take, just audit yourself, audit yourself and see exactly what you actually need in your life, right? Like to, to be completely transparent for me, only things that I buy are just fucking food, right? As in like groceries, um, I do spend a little bit more, more money with the food that I buy just because I know that what I put into my system helps me um, uh, feel more more clean on the inside, right? Like my digestive system and my energy level, stuff like that, right? Um, uh, but like clothes, man, I still got the same shit for, that I've been wearing since like 2015, 16, you know? I think the only thing recently that I bought was like a new hat because I wear, I wear hats a lot, you know? So my uh, one of my hats, man, that thing's dirty as fuck, but... <laughs> I still love it. I love it, you know. Uh, so I recently bought a new hat. I bought a new hoodie just because because uh, winter time's coming up and and I end up do wearing a lot of like sweaters and, and hoodies and stuff and I, I don't want to be always doing laundry every, every fucking other day, you know. So um, so there's that, right? But food, right? And other than that, it's putting things back into the business, right? It's like what equipment is gonna give me the most ROI uh, that I can put on rentals that I can um, be be marketing myself with, right? That I have this piece of equipment that can be beneficial to certain projects. Uh, it's paying for contractors, right? It's, 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 uh, funding my own short films, uh, right? Things of things of that nature, right? So, so again, buy nice or buy twice, my friends. That being said, uh, if you liked this podcast episode, please rate it on Apple iTunes podcast, whatever the thing is app, stuff, stuff like that. Um, please follow the podcast just so you are, Notified of new podcast episodes coming out every week. Uh, I should have a interview um, coming out in about two or two weeks, I think, uh, something like that. So I gotta be on the lookout for that. And uh, I will catch you guys in the next podcast episode. Bye bye.